Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is February 7th, Tuesday in the year 2023. And we have the normal unraveling of the world before us, which should give everybody comfort to know <laughs> that all things that were are no more as we continue to watch the cascade of collapse of the artificial worship world of the woke culture. Before we begin, make sure you're taking good care of your wealth, in particular right now with these lunatics that are running the, the asylum. You don't want to be victimized by their general level of insanity. Patriots, despite the U.S. blowing through the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's all the more time for you to be proactive. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king. It's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text BARDS to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. Think about it. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000. And it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting BARS to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text BARDS to 989898 today. Remember, that's BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. Oh, yeah. It is a good day. Check out Birch Gold. You won't be disappointed. It's good stuff all the way through. I want to tell you right now, this is um, like super bizarro world. I, I want to play for you something. This is actually a flight. Could you imagine being on this flight? This is actually a flight that occurred and someone was, <laughs> I, I just enjoy. That's all I can say. Just here you go. She's been freaking out for the last 20 minutes. She started off by telling everyone to pray for her mother who just passed away. Then she went up and down the aisles telling everyone to pray for her mother. And then she's been like this for the last, yeah, 15, 20 minutes. I don't know if this guy next to her knows her or not. He's been trying to calm her down the whole time. The flight attendant asked me to make sure she doesn't like try to go to the back door and open it. If she tries to go back, I'm gonna gonna block her. Yeah, I'd hope so. Man, I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you, this is the world we're in right now. It's really pretty epic. It's to the point of epic that we can just expect about anything these days. Oh, my goodness. These people need, need an exorcism, man. I'm telling you. This is what, what's amazing is the world that we're in right now, the magnitude in which people are being affected. And I really mean this. It's, it's, um, it's a stunning experience to witness the unraveling of a, a complete cult is what we're actually watching. And that's what I think most people are not realizing in, in around, the, around them is this is a cult that we're, been, we're on the fringe witnessing falling apart at an unbelievable rate. And they don't know what to do. They're, all of the worships and pins that they had in the world to keep them in place are now suddenly falling apart. And as they do, we literally are witnessing the complete and total collapse of what we would call modern Western world because it was a cult. We live, unfortunately, in the cult. And there's a good example. We saw a little bit of this with TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome, which is a real, anymore we can just say it's real. I just did an interview this morning, and it's going to be up tonight with Dr. Lee Merritt, and we talked about the uh, parasite, invasion of the mimetic parasite, and uh, some work that I've been working on on the side that she and I kind of shared some notes on because she's been dealing with parasitic infection from the injection and I've been arguing, and we'll talk a bit after this on the prayer. I'll talk more about it tonight. The um, parasitic infection with memes and mimetics, uh, which is a, an extension of what we call the virus of the mind. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. I think after hearing that insanity and the what we were witnessing there, I think it's time for some more prayer, like some serious prayer. Father, we are sitting here today. Appropriately, and I'm probably with a good level of our own humility and in, in a bit of stunning awe at the level and rate in which so much of the world around us is unraveling. And at the core of this, Father, what we really understand quite well is the lack of relationship with you. We have people that are dug into anger. We have people that are literally triggered by the smallest of things. We have people that are frantically screaming out into the world. And it's a sad issue, actually. It's as much as we can find a comedic moment in it, and we can, and probably will continue to. There is also, at least, Father, you know me, I will. There is also the reality of, the, of what has happened within these people and how damaging this current state of affairs is. They have, through their lives, been stripped or separated from a true relationship in you and a true relationship in Jesus and in so doing, as the world continues to unravel, what they are finding themselves in is a paradox where they can't control anything anymore. Death is becoming real. It's something that they thought they could push away. And we have the world in which they counted on is not working. The promises of a free society where everything was about them, free phones, free free housing, universal basic incomes, free health care, free food, free everything. So all of these things are now colliding and not manifesting the way they expected. We have the rise in prices, increase in inflation, decrease in buying power. We have the insanity of war that's being clamored on in the fringe. 
all the things that they said that their way would prevent are now falling apart. And so I guess, Father, where we begin with this, to be quite honest with the heart in, in today, is thank you. Not for the suffering that they're going through, but thank you for this moment in time to truly allow this system to unravel and equally to allow us to be witness to this in anchored firmly and deeply in you. This is equally a prayer today for those that are suffering through this. I have a prayer for their ability to fall far enough down that they finally turn to you, humbled, as painful as it may be, and hopefully having the experience or the the opportunity that only you can provide to place those people in such a position that they can be, they can hear the word of Jesus and be engaged by people that truly walk with a true relationship in Christ. Difficult times. And I think we're only beginning to see the beginning of it. As we so much look for the death of people with this shot, so much clamoring about those being killed by the shot, I think we overlooked something, Father, so forgive us. One is that I think we, there's a couple of parts about this. I think that we've found ourselves almost looking forward to the death as a proof of consequence. And that in itself is a sin. We should never have been clamoring any of those thoughts. And yet we also forgot something else. The most obvious of all, which was the death of a cult relationship and an opportunity to be reborn in the body of Christ. This is an opportune time truly, Father, for us to be reaching out and extending and to truly be speaking the word of Christ into so many people's lives, we should all be speaking out here as disciples and understanding that this is a time now when we need to be showing them a path forward in the true love of Jesus, the healing power of Christ, and all that that brings, including expelling demons and healing the sick. These people are suffering through a deep malady. It's a form of a parasitic infection in their thoughts and in their spiritual being that has settled in over years. A sad statement towards where we are in this world of where people would, by design, try to engineer and steer people away from you. And unfortunately, many of these people unwittingly have taken on that role. Lacking a true experience in you, lacking a true experience with Jesus, and unfortunately being surrounded by corrupted pulpits, weak pastors, and worse, a, a very, in itself, often a, a, a congregational following that itself was cliquish and unaccepting of who they were. These people were cast out, many of them or never had the opportunity, or were so biased by what they did experience that they've been left to wander. Speaking from my heart, Father, for whoever wants to follow, I see this as an opportune time like anybody would in a true unconventional warfare sense. This is time to go out and to make contact. And as difficult as those contacts can be, these people are now in a mode of despair. We're seeing so much of this anger that's being flashed out into the world or this desperation is they themselves crying out and they don't know who to cry out to. And that in itself is a tragedy for humanity when we witness this. We understand that our country as a whole, as, as a government, not as a whole, but as a government in our country, that we 
have become the parasite of the world. Sadly, that parasitic infection has a large body of people that have fallen into it. It's what we call the matrix or whatever we refer to it as. So Jesus, I think today today is more than ever, we are really calling out for your guidance and your hand of healing, but equally the importance of working through us as we step into that fight in a new way. Holding that line firm, having been through three years of trial to really teach us the grounding in Jesus and grounding in you, Father. To really teach us the strength of the rock of faith, to understand that literally anything, any weapon forged against us will not succeed. So now as as iron sharpens iron, let us move forward in this world, strengthened as a remnant, strengthened as a warrior army that we can step into this realm and truly be effective in destroying and casting out these demons, casting out those negative and powerful forces that are trying to torment these people and offering them an opportunity. In the end, it is going to be each person's choice. We cannot affect that. But as we confront these demons, let us confront them with the ruthlessness and strength of flipping tables, and in so doing, keeping our hearts the forgiving and loving aspect of all things that as we cast out demons, justice will be delivered. But where our main objective is to heal and bring back the many into the fold. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There's a real war going on, obviously, against Father God. There is a war going on with everything that we are confronted with, and it always centers around the same thing. It's a war that is being centered on the attack on the one thing that they know will ultimately destroy them all, and that's our relationship in Jesus and through Christ to the Father. That can be could not have been more evident, when I say they, those in power, could not have been more evident than what went on in the Grammys. You know, I'm kind of surprised nobody's talking about that satanic performance at the Grammys last night. No, 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 I'm not talking about Sam Smith dressing up like the devil in hell. I think a lot of people have noticed that. Um, it's not very subtle. No, I'm talking about DJ Khaled performing his new song, God Did. So I know we don't serve the same God, and uh, that's his right to choose that. But you know, I don't think he needed to blaspheme my God to honor his. So check it out. We got Jay-Z over here. Jehovah. Once again, them mocking the Last Supper in Jesus. Didn't Madonna just do this like last week? Everything they do is unoriginal, isn't it? Get some new material, guys. And check out the lyrics for Jay-Z's segment of the song. These ain't songs, these is hymns. Cause I am him. Psalm 151, the New Testament. The book of Hove, Jesus turned water into wine for Hove. <sighs> Babylon the Great is going to fall. Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you take part in her share of the plagues. For her sins are piled as high as the heavens, and God has remembered her iniquities. God shall not be mocked, and they are mocking God as never before. It's interesting to note, and I can't confirm this one piece, but I did get a, uh, a reference yesterday 
to the fact that apparently the Rockefellers have taken their banks or themselves and their banking institutions off of the trading markets in France. Now, I don't, I can't confirm that exactly, but if it's true, then one of the top influencers near the peak of that pyramid has now stepped aside. What would drive that? We can only imagine. You can paint whatever story you want there. Ultimately, what we're witnessing across this world is an issue of God's hand. And this is the only real way we can account for so many things that are happening simultaneously. And there's many. We are at a a critical point right now of so many pieces in play. And when you really look at this from a non-news perspective, but in terms of a, a spiritual awakening perspective, and again, framing the world in terms of a cult, it's very important to to realize how dramatic these events are, but equally how important they are. The only way you're going to be able to shake somebody from a cult is to work them into a frenzy, into their own framing of the world to where everything that they had counted on falls apart. And as that happens and they lose their basis, they will lose control of themselves for a period until they start to seek the right or new reality. A lot of deprogramming of a cult faces that point of pushing people to the limit of having to confront so much of the truth in which they've been denied that it creates such an enormous agitation and friction within their thoughts that ultimately the programming of the cult can't withstand the power of the truth. Deprogramming is a brutal process. And it takes enormous amount of effort to deprogram one person. We're talking about deprogramming millions of people that over the years have been lulled to sleep and been left to walk in a coma. And an interesting, if you get a chance, and I'm, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about it right now, but if you get a chance, head on over to Seth Holhouse's uh, Man in America. There's an interview with General Flynn. And I'm going to reserve too much harsh comment, but Seth asked him a, a comment about Q, and General Flynn responded, rather indignantly about the fact that nobody's coming to save you and people need to stop. It's a disservice to talk about the framing of Q. Even though somebody pushed where we would go one, where we go all and he promoted the idea of the oath. But that aside, that comment's empty. There is God with us in all this process. And as we walk closely with the, with Jesus in this fight, we are truly the warriors that are bringing things back. If you're looking for white hats, look for those that carry Jesus in their heart. That's your true white hats. That's your true army that's standing up and will win. And that's all we have to really worry about. All this other stuff, it's interesting. You know, and we it's interesting to know and it's interesting to benchmark, but we have a critical process in this whole time that we're in of helping stir the spiritual awakening in so many. And each one of us has such an important role to play. I can't stress that part enough. It doesn't matter whether you have two followers, a thousand followers, no followers. You have an interaction in the world that is critical, and that's why you are here. There's We have seen a lot of new podcasters come out of Bard's Nation. I'm really proud of everybody. I've been listening to some of the podcasts on the side good work, and and each one has a a message that's on their heart to tell. And that's wonderful. 
I, my one encouragement to all of those doing that is stay with it. Don't give up and don't hesitate because this, this is the grind and we're going to get into it. It's the first few shows are pretty easy. The longer shows are over time. That's it's, that's the grind you have to hold to and realize the greater message. But all that said, we all have an important role and there can't be anything more important than helping people find the way to Christ. So it really doesn't matter if we have a Chinese invasion by balloons, the great Chinese balloon invasion that happened over the weekend that was miraculously saved by the arrival of the F-22 Raptor with a missile after the balloon had traveled all the way across the United States. Whew, go, go Air Force. Never thought we would see such a day that such high levels of technology would save us from the most vicious balloon ever. Like, you imagine the red balloon died of stones, if you've ever seen that movie. They stoned it to death. But not this. This time, we, we were greater than the balloon. We used a missile from one of the most advanced jet fighters in the world, the F-22 Raptor, racing to our safety. God bless you guys. Good job, Air Force. Proud of you. That's the way to go, America. America, America, that's it. So, <laughs> that's the matrix. Seriously, I mean, that, and that's why I want you to. Hear, I'll, I'll, we'll get the copy of Dr. Merritt's uh, show, and I'll talk about it tonight too. But it's interesting discussion about parasitics in the mimetic world and in what they do in the mind. But we have just witnessed a parasitic infection of thought, and it's pretty amazing. How many people got sucked into that narrative of the invasion of the Chinese balloon brigade? But I guess there was only one or something. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. I, I can't. Oh, by the way, have you ever tried to see what a balloon, can you ever try to look at a balloon at 65,000 feet? Just throwing that out there for your own edifice. Um, you, have you ever tried to see a plane at 65,000 feet? So just saying. It's kind of interesting how quickly that balloon was identified at 65,000 feet. <laughs> but it's probably the same group of people that took the photograph when we landed on the moon and stayed back to film us as we left to return to Earth. <laughs> that moon landing thing, you know, how that goes. Oh, my goodness. What type of world do you live in when the conspiracies are true and the truth is false? That's where we are. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of, I'm sorry, for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. Whoops. There we go. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace 
should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 